Tis the season to give something delicious. Give the gift of gourmet Italian foods with Delalo's handcrafted gift collection. With over 50 thoughtfully curated options or the ability to build your own, these collections are perfect for foodies, family, and friends. From gourmet pastas, olive oil, and biscotti to epic antipasti and charcuterie boards. And of course, irresistible Italian sweets and snacks. They have it all. Give the gift of culinary delight with Delalo's gift collection. Shop today at Delalo.com. Happy gifting. Thank you for making Saints Central your black and gold home for the New Orleans Saints. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Don't like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. News all winning, I'm a who that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with BQ and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports family. We up in this thing. Shout out to the Who That Nation as we got a special guest tuning in, a very happy guest uh, tuning in this episode of the Coma. It's, it's, it's Solomon Wilcox, man, and, and we know him. The guy's a terrific broadcaster. Y'all remember uh, uh, Solomon Wilcox from doing a lot of great games, his, his, analy- his analyzing, breaking down the game. And I told him he must have been a math teacher in his past life because that, that dude know how to break down and talk about some sports. And we feel honored and, and, and blessed to be able to have Brother Solomon chiming in us. He's the co-host, the host of the Believe in Bengals podcast, and he's here. To talk some football. Welcome to the stream, Mr. Wilcox. How you doing, sir? I am doing great and uh, glad to be on with you. All right. And we're going to talk some bankers. And as you can see, the man smiling uh, from <laughs> ear to ear right here, you know, because this has been a pretty difficult of a show if it, it, it depended on had swung the opposite direction. You see what I'm saying? So You're anyway, right. You're right. <laughs> see, see? <laughs> so anyway, family. Uh, he, uh, we got him in here. We're going to talk about the final, uh, as the stream is called, the final look at the Saints Bengals uh, broadcast. We did a couple of streams there. We had some reaction. A lot of people were kind of animated. The Saints had the game in hand 
gave it up. So let me hear your your take on it, uh, uh, Solomon. You were really dropping some gems, dropping some nuggets about the Bengals and about the, your thought, you know, with the Saints. But what was your your uh, your perspective on the game, the win, the Bengals got? Well, look, it was a game where I thought the Saints came out ready to play, and uh, they surprised me because I think they performed above expectation. If you go into a game and you're without your top three receivers, uh, and Chris Olave and uh, Jarvis Landry and Mike Thomas, uh, you would think that it's going to be a rough day. But, uh, hey, look, the Saints came out. During the one point in the game, they had scored on five consecutive possessions. They got uh, on top early. And every time the Bengals decided they would answer, the Saints would come back and score again. They scored on five straight drives throughout the game. They controlled the game for the entire game and held the lead uh, until the Bengals had scored 10 points in the final minute and 44 seconds of the game. And obviously, you guys gave us some homegrown talent in Jamar Chase. And uh, <laughs> it kind of came back to haunt you because he lifted the Bengals from defeat and brought home that victory, he and Joe Burrow, man. Uh, it was a great homecoming for those guys, you know, and they, they kind of called their shot because Burrow came back wearing that Jamar uh, Chase jersey, yes. and yep. I think he was telling people, I'm going to win the game, and here's who I'm going to win it with. <laughs> yeah, he did, man. What a game that Jamar Chase put up on the Saints defense, man, especially just blistering, blazing uh, secondary, especially the 60-yard touchdown. At the yeah. back end of the game, but that that's that's and we talked about you know you had T, just Jamal he he was the one that stuck out, but you had T Higgins that performed. He was uh, kind of blessing the Debo his length and how he was putting his body in between uh, you know the ball and keeping the cornerback away from him. Uh, yep. You had uh, Boyd was running around there. He did his thing, and even to a degree, you had Joe Mixon who was averaging over five yards per carry. And the Bengals only had, what, 14 carries and game. They could have ran it a lot more. But what's weird, they talk to me about this, Brother Solomon. They were operating, I call it the infinite shotgun. That's what I call it, the infinite shotgun, because they were out the shotgun for the entire game, except for, I think, the sneak that Joey Burrow had for the for the first down. Talk That's to me right. about the, that crazy shotgun mindset that, that Coach Zach got running up there. Yeah, and Joe Burrow loves operating out of the shotgun. We in Cincinnati been trying to get him to get under center a little bit more because we felt like uh, if we could run the ball a little bit better, use some RPOs, that it would help protect Joe uh, better because we know the offensive line has been struggling in protections. That we uh, protect Joe Burrow. So we've been wanting to get him under center, but he wants to stay in that shotgun. He's doing a really good job operating it. There is no blind side for the quarterback when you're mm -hmm. in shotgun. You can yep. see to the left, equally to the right. You can see everything coming at you. And that's really what he was able to implement on that 19-yard touchdown run where he sort of stepped through the trash a little bit. The pressure yeah. was there. The pass rush was there. But he climbed the pop pocket perfectly. And once he leaked through, they caught the Saints in man coverage where all the defenders were in man coverage had their backs turned to the quarterback and Joe Burrow was able to just waltz and um, do the gritty for 19 yards all the way into the end zone. Now, I thought yes. he caught him by, by surprise on that. Oh, he caught me by surprise because the way it went, that was like, man, are you getting, and I know uh, he, Joe's not Kyler Murray or nobody, but he can't move. Right. He can't move on you now. 
And he yes, showed right. the Saints he scrambled for 19 to pick it up. Also, he so showed some mobility in the in the pocket when he scrambled around in there and avoided being sacked by the Saints defenders as they was falling around at his feet and he was able to keep his eyes upfield and make a completion for a first down. So Joe, so Joe Burrow, man, uh it, it, he was getting real comfortable. The Saints only really got to him, let's say three times three sacks in the game, but not enough pressure that brother Solomon to even much make it worth his while. I mean, he was already in the rhythm and he looked pretty good. Three touchdowns, 300 yards and the scramble that he did. Yeah. Joy Burrow was the man in the contest. So that, talk to me about, cause this is the thing. And I know when we peer to, to the Saints side of things, talk to me about what you're saying about the Saints. Now in past histories, you know how, prolific our offense was and how the defense was looked at as a top five top 10 unit what is your perspective on uh what you see what's going on with the saints offense and defense the dysfunction well offensively they were a little shorthanded without those receivers but i thought they utilized the backup players i think tremendously to be able to use the speed of unknown players and using um uh, uh Taysom hill i think effectively um, they ran the ball. Remember, the Saints had over 200 yards rushing against the That's Bengals. Right. The Bengals hadn't given up any yards rushing in any of the previous five games this season. They came in as one of the top-ranked run defenses in the NFL. And the Saints were able to make some money. I think they attacked some in an area where the Bengals' defense um, was surprised, caught off guard. And really, I thought the offense performed very well given uh, the fact that they were missing some of their star players. So I don't think we right. can take anything from uh, the offense. I think in the in the end, and as you well know, in those last two drives where the Bengals held them scoreless, right. the protection broke down. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, yep. former New Orleans Saints, started to make some money. He was able to um, uh, get to the quarterback, provide some pressure, and then obviously uh, without being able to win in those one-on-one coverages and get open, uh, I think that's where it really showed – that if you had a Jarvis Landry, if you had a Chris Olave or Mike Thomas, maybe you fare a little bit better on those last two drives. But, look, I thought the backups took them on offense as far as they could. Defensively, um, after a while, pass rushes tend to wear down, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then what happened is when we started to run the ball with Joe Mixon, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. they had to come out of the double coverage because yep. um, when you can commit more defenders to the box, but then you still can't stop the run, uh, what happened is uh, as you started to uh, commit more defenders to Joe Mixon, you had to go single coverage on Jamar Chase. That's right. And he started to eat, man. He was making plays. He had a 15-yard touchdown in the second half, then another 60-yard touchdown in the second half. Right. Once we forced you guys to go man-to-man coverage by committing defenders to the box, that was the recipe for the Cincinnati Bengals and for Joe Burrow to start picking apart that secondary, who's a very good secondary, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had to really be patient. We almost ran out of time in that game, again, scoring 10 points in the final minute, 44 seconds of the game. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, indeed, Brother Solomon, that true adage about football is a 60-minute sport, not 58, not 57, not 56. Right but 60 minutes all the way to the end, and we simply could not close the deal. With three minutes and 40-something-odd seconds on the clock, I mean, if we would have gotten four yards, we could have pushed it, but shoulda, woulda, coulda. When we lose these games, I kind of look at it and I kind of think about it and I study upon it, Brother Solomon, to see if we can find a key, a, a jewel, if you will, of something that we 
missed out on so that we can kind of learn that now and then kind of add that into our recipe going further into the season. Say, okay, we're not going to make that same mistake again. And like you said, you go ahead, brother Solomon. Go ahead. No, I, I think the mistake was uh, not by anyone's fault. It was not having the horses. Uh, I thought Andy Dalton played a heck of a game. And I think he might be your quarterback for the future. He might be playing his way to that starting lineup. Now, but think if you had Jarvis Landry. Think if you if you had Chris Olave. If you had those players, man, it's enough. I think it's enough to win. And, and I'm sitting here in Cincinnati and can say that. So, mm-hmm. so think about it. Like if, I can't imagine the Bengals going into a game and winning and we don't have Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins. Right. It, it, that was the equivalent of what you guys were facing on Sunday without your That's career. true. That's and true. So if we if, if the Bengals going into a game without those three men, come on now. So yeah. so you can't point to something to say, wow, if they were better in this area or if they mm-hmm. no, it was like, look, this is a game of, of, of attrition. Our best ability is our availability, right? Mm-hmm. Our availability yeah. on Sunday to be able to make it to the game and put our best foot forth. And if you right. have your best players in that game, you're probably good enough to win the way that the game unfolded. Yeah, it, you made a great point pre-show when we talked about the fact that the the as I call them the back of the back back backups, uh, Andy Dalton and our fourth string, fifth string, sixth string wide receiver who comes off the practice squad for the 44 yard touchdown. You you talked about pre-show. Listen, the the Saints offense that was a positive, and that's something that I talked about was the fact that the Saints had a – they had fourth, fifth, and sixth-string wide receivers competing with the Cincinnati Bengals' top wide receivers. They And the Bengals, offensively speaking, had all of their personnel. Great point. Then we talk about the fact that – and we, we really hadn't pointed that out about the Cincinnati Bengals coming up into the game. They, they hadn't allowed uh, – you know, they were averaging through those games less than, what, 97, 98 yards rushing per contest. Saints do 230-something. That's right. 238. So, I mean, I, I was, I'm going to tell you, man, it was very disheartening when the team can run the ball on you like that. You don't think you're going to come out of there with a win. Mm-hmm. You, and, and so they, I think they leverage understanding, okay, our top three receivers are out. We're going to have to run the ball impressively today. They even have a shot to win. And they leaned into that running game. They controlled the fight. They had the lead up until last uh, minute of the game. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, that was the difference right there. But to be able to get that kind of production with your third, fourth, and fifth string receiver, you know, Taquan Smith came and he was bringing it. Uh, yes. Marquez Callaway um, right. and Sheehan. Right. Uh, these guys, Sheen. man, they, they, they use his speed. On- Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, 
Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And that end around, man, and that, that, we couldn't have pulled this flag, let alone tackling. <laughs> that dude was running so fast. Yeah, he had, fast. So that kind of speed, I'm telling you, they found another player who I think they're going to be using more of that. These guys, have, yeah. you know, found, they, they played tremendously i think i think saints need to come away saying man it was tremendous it was tremendous now look um you get a backup receipt a backup corner on on Mm -hmm. jamar chase single coverage he gonna make the pay and listen man that's bradley roby brother solomon now that's bradley roby i know you've had you've been in the league for some years and he's still a young fella so i you know i keep asking man why in the heck y'all had to give up on Chauncey Gardner Johnson? So you can't keep them all, but man, that he would he would come in handy in a game like this. Indeed, indeed. I, I was uh, I, I wanted Chauncey to remain here. Uh, the Saints made the call. They want they like Delonte Taylor. They felt like what Chauncey was asking for was too much money. I think, but they were four million dollars apart on the deal. And uh, yeah, his his ferocity and what he brings to the team, yeah, we definitely could have used him because Bradley Roby, my goodness, three tackles, and then he gave up the tackle uh, on Jamar Chase, and then Tyron da- kind of dashed at Jamar's feet. But Jamar is a beast. Jamar is, yeah, is, is yeah, he's a, he one of the fastest guys out there. He just he's, he's you strong. see how di- strong, strong right he ran through that guy through Roby's tackle, and then just and just ran away from Tyron Matthew. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, Chase is a is a hell of a player. I'm sorry we uh, allowed him to go up to the Cincinnati Bengals, but at the time, brother we Solomon, we, we had a guy you. that was shopping in your grocery store in Ohio. We was picking his, we was buying apples from Ohio State. He didn't want to buy apples from down here at Louisiana State. He liked the Ohio State apples better. Yeah, well, we you guys took a few from us. You had Von Bell, and thank you for sending him back. We gave you Michael Thomas. Okay, so you guys bequeathed to us. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, Lyle Collins, Joe Burrow, and Jamar Chase. I think we got the better end of that swap. <laughs> yeah, y'all got the victory this time around. With, 
for Cincinnati. Let's see you happy. This this Solomon Wilcox, y'all on the screen, man. Uh, brother Solomon was nice enough to come on in and talk to us about the Bengals. Let, let's let's talk about the. You mentioned Andy Dalton, brother Solomon. You know you are very familiar with Andy Dalton. You watched him for many years up there in Cincinnati. Uh, well, this is our first time being exposed. Now I've watched him from afar. In the game, you said he did a good job. I, I went back and looked at the tape. To me, he was he was a little off. Like he missed on a couple of throws. Like uh, he did. second down, he was throwing down at their feet. He missed on a touchdown uh, pass where he threw at the guy's feet. He was the ball was too low. Uh, he missed one to um, to Rasheed Shahid. Shahid got ahead of the cornerback. He threw outside as opposed to inside. Wide open. He, right, he was gone. But so. So talk to me and educate us about about uh, about Andy Dalton and what you think he means to the Saints now and into the future. Can we rely on Andy Dalton to win us more than a handful of games and be a responsible quarterback? To yeah, lead us yeah. Some victories? So you think about the Dallas Cowboys, what they did with Cooper Rush. Four straight games, then they finally lost to the Eagles. Andy Dalton's a better player than Cooper Rush. Yeah. More accomplished. He took mm -hmm. the Cincinnati Bengals to the playoffs five straight years. Five straight. No other quarterback who's played for this organization has done, have done that. Not mm -hmm. Kenny Anderson, not Boomer Siason, not Carson Palmer. Okay. okay. All right. But that, yeah, he's one game shy. I think the, the all-time winningest quarterback for this organization. Uh, now, I put him in the, in the um, category of a Kirk Cousins. Okay? Okay. So... There's this top-tier quarterback tier. That's where Drew Brees was. That's where, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady reside. How many other quarterbacks? Patrick Mahomes, we're going to put yeah. him there. How many other guys can we say that about? So we everybody wants Nirvana. It's uh, the sweet spot at the quarterback position, man. They hard to find, mm -hmm. right? And so when you got one, love it because they hard to be a while before they come back. Right. right. Um, but we got sometimes you got to live with that second tier guy. Mm -hmm. and that's where you're at now. So that means you got to have a better team around them. That's mm -hmm. why the Cowboys have won without Dak Prescott. The defense is dominating. The run game is cranking. The offensive yep. line is putting in work, getting the runners to the second level to do damage. And that's where you guys got a lot of that. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's where you're at. Don't look for the quarterback to do all the work. Right. You got to do more work around that guy if he ain't Drew Brees. <laughs> okay. That's right. That's right. And so you got to continue to build a team around him that plays like a team until you can find the savior to come to town like Joe Burrow did when he stepped in here. Yeah, Joey Burrow, man. You're right, though. Boy, we, you don't see him often, but when you do see him, you know what you're dealing with. We knew when Joe Burrow – was at LSU when he went to the next level, he was he was ready to, to step up and handle some business. Let me tell you something. And you mentioned you, you thought about you, you mentioned uh, Andy Dalton in contrast to to Jameis Winston. You saying uh, you thinking Dalton might take it from him? What you think, brother Solomon? Look, man, you never. It's hard to win if your quarterback's throwing it to the other team. You cannot. You can't do it. It was something about Jameis that when he was in Tampa, he threw it a lot to the other team. You think and it was then when he played and when Sean Payton was there for what it, it seemed like it, Sean had this calming of impact on him 
mm-hmm. where he knew if he risked that ball, man, don't come back to the sideline now. And so he was so much better in that area. Mm-hmm. And, and and now Sean's gone and he some of those old things have come back. And so he's got to get back to being a calming influence and not throwing the ball to the other team because you cannot win in this league if you are a high interception thrower. Indeed, that, that's a recipe for absolute failure. And right to the bench you go and right on out the NFL if you do stuff like that. Listen, and, and Brother Solomon chiming in. Brother Solomon, uh, y'all have who do you who the Bengals got next? Got the Atlanta Falcons, man. They're a much improved team. Atlanta Falcons, I, I want y'all to do us a favor, Brother Solomon. We need you to, to knock them uh, Falcons upside the head. And, and, and that, that's what we need to who that nation need to who that nation to, to help us out on that one. To kind of knock them old Falcons upside the head and, and, and bring them down. We need we need to get this win against Arizona if y'all can so kindly help us with that. Well, you guys, you guys have done so much for us, sending us all these great players from the great state of Louisiana. We we can't help but take care of you on this one. So we got your back. We're gonna serve them Falcons up something good. All right. That, that hey, I love it. I absolutely love it. But hey, man, brother Solomon, let the family members know where they can reach you, my friend. Well, you can reach me at go to the Believe in Bingo podcast by going to believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, or the Believe Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcast. You can also catch me on Sirius XM NFL Radio uh every morning. That's right, my man Adam Jones, T. Higgins, they own that Believe in Bingo's podcast. And go to Sirius XM NFL Radio, where I host the morning show, the opening drive, 7 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday. So I want you to join us and give me a call on the show. See that brother Solomon, man. He a busy man, but he'll make time to come on and talk about the, the Bengals, especially when they, when they get a W. Let me tell you something. All right. So with that being said, thank you, brother Solomon. Much love to you, my friend, and appreciate you. Thank you. Have a great day, and thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Thank you, sir. All right, that's Brother Solomon, man. Great dude, man. Appreciate the brother uh, chiming in on the broadcast. Uh, you know, we had some scheduled snafus, man, but uh, it was great to get him finally up on the show. And, uh, yeah, he's a great dude, fun dude. Listen, we was talking off the show uh, before the show started, man. Let me tell you, he was dropping some real uh, uh, gems about Andy Dalton and uh, how he feel about him and, and, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I hope you all guys enjoyed this. Uh, listen, family, uh, for my uh, family members, my Patreon and YouTube membership family, we got the TSC Q&A Live. Show number 123 is going down tonight. We'll be uh, in the stream. We'll be starting in about 10 minutes. For So, so the family members for our TSC uh, uh, Q&A Live show, which is for our Patreon, Patreon and YouTube members, we'll be starting that show in about 10 minutes. We'll cover all the latest news, the rumors behind the wide receivers, the, the latest uh, Tuesday Report the fact the Saints added a new defensive lineman to the practice squad. The status on Chris Olave, uh, uh Paulson, uh, and I, I mean, uh, Alante Taylor. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna play interviews from Ryan Nilsom and also Pete Carmichael. We're gonna cover it all and get all up into it on TSC Q and Live, Q and A Live number 122 or 23, one of them. But anyway, with that being said, I'm gonna peace y'all out. I'll see y'all tomorrow when we'll have the uh, preview of the uh, Saints and Cardinals matchup as Locked on Cardinals podcaster, Mr. Alex Clancy, 
a very smart dude about the Cardinals will come in and, and educate us about the Cardinals. Let us know about some of the best players and his thoughts on the game as well. And we'll have all that for you for Wednesday. So once again, thank you guys for joining us on the stream. And we're going to flip it on over to our TSC Q&A live show up in this thing. So I'll see y'all in a little bit. Much love and who that to you. I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm, I'm a who that. that. <laughs> Lose or winning, I'm, I'm a who that. that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in. That was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town. Duck down. Falcons pluck get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishing and you probably smell the crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Daily.com. That's right, the who that daily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. 
Check out the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that to you.